and welcome to Felice Navi Pod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Blah Humbudge. I'm Todd Cooper. Christmas time is here. Time for boys and beer. Have a foot and take a look. It's Christmas time. Your balls. Hey. An old standard that old we all know and love. Christmas standard. I have to admit, I cheated. I had the the karaoke <laughs> screen with the bouncy ball. <laughs> Why did they put seagulls behind it? It's a Christmas song for Christ's sake. I don't sake. know. I don't. There's know. always. There's well, I think it was a flock of seagulls. Oh, that's why. Yeah. I love going to a karaoke bar and watching the video that goes behind those things. Yeah. No one ever pays attention, and it's so they're always the worst. Just ever, stock footage. You ever seen the 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 words be wrong? You ever noticed? Yeah, that? It happens a lot. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. my favorite. Is I saw someone doing Africa by Toto. Yeah. And you know the the line is a weird line anyway, but it's I bless the rains down in Africa, and the 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 thing said, I guess it rains down in Africa. <laughs> That's how I read. Did it the person head. sing it like that? I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I, I like following that thing like it's the Bible. Like look, I'm I'm probably wrong. I'm singing what the thing said. <laughs> I guess it rains down in Africa. Um. I uh, just heard Toto on NPR this morning. Yeah? They were on Weekend Edition uh, this morning, and boy, still doing it, and just did a record, and it sounds like fucking Toto. Really? It's awesome. We recorded um, the second Motion City record uh, at Jeff Beccaro, the drummer of, of Toto. It was his old house slash studio. Really? That he died in the backyard of. Yikes. <laughs> Keeping it light. Here. What What happened? Well... He died of... Depends on who you ask. Really? Uh, yeah. Supposedly, the the story that has been given to the world is that it was some sort of uh, re- a reaction to a weed killer he was using or something like that. Oh, drug us. But, yeah, but apparently it was a, a drug. Thing. It's so funny that people are like, won't say it's drugs when it's clear. Like, just say drugs. He's a rock and roll guy. Yeah. That's the way people go out. Like, why are you going to say weed killer? That's worse. Like, own it. Yeah, but weed killer's cool, man. Yeah, it is cool. Weed killer's the new black. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird sound to knock. Yeah, it must have been Did drugs. Did you get a new door? Uh, my door's been doing drugs. All right. Oh, that's back to that's normal. That's more. Yeah. All right. They got the, you replaced the door quickly. Yeah. I'm just going to shut up and answer it. I don't know. Let's hang out and see. Maybe, no, maybe they don't care. Oh, they care. Whoa. Calm down. Should we make him wait? <laughs> maybe. That was my uh, doorbell. It's a weird doorbell. He's trying everything they can to get in here. Well, what do you think? <laughs> Scratching? Pawing their way in? That's strange. Oh, this is uncomfortable. I know. I don't. It's what we. Get I hope for. that's. I hope that's it. I hope. Ooh, they're peeing on my door. Fully opening, fully opening. Someone's at the goddamn door. Hi, Adam McCabe. Hey, hello. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, 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 ho. Let's see how long I'll keep doing it. <laughs> Why did you say that? Ho. Have you yeah, met Adam? Worst thing have you could have said. Met Adam McCabe. <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he is one of the guests that always comes in ready. Ready for, for a bit. 
For, and for Christmas. A Christmas bit. I that. love Christmas. I love Christmas. I love bits. Put it on my tombstone. This show has gotten so <laughs> off course, like, the last several months. The last year, let's be uh, honest, that I, I genuinely forget that it's even supposed to be about Christmas. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be. So, Who's, If you're listening to this show and you actually care about the Christmas part of it. Here, let me do it because I don't care about Christmas. Fuck off. Is that right? I was addressing the listener. Do oh, you listen to this show? Sorry. Well, I guess technically you are listening. Right I was now. talking to the listener. <laughs> Yourself. Yeah. And me. Yeah, and and yeah. Adam. Yeah, yeah, sure. All three. If you guys don't care about Christmas on the show, I feel like an asshole that I dressed up as Jack Frost. You shouldn't. That's, that is par for the course. We ask people to dress up in their favorite yeah. Christmas character. Yeah. And then they feel terrible that we don't barely talk about Christmas. And they, were, they went into a lot of effort. <laughs> well... Listeners, I'm going to engage you with Christmas. If you want to be part of the show, tweet at us and let us know which Jack Frost I'm dressed as. Okay. You have a lot of options. What like what are some? L- let's go through it. You yep. have traditional Jack Frost, who's a he's a blue suited gentleman with little blue pointy shoes. A BSG. Uh-huh. Yes. He your classic BSG JF. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. have your Michael Keaton uh-huh. JF. Mm-hmm. Which which film is that from? Uh, from the film Jack, Jack Frost, Frost <laughs> where uh, I believe he's a dad who dies, I think and his so. spirit comes back into a snowman that he could uh, give a Christmas message to his family or something. Dark. Haven't seen it. Very dark setup. But at one point, he does snowboard, <laughs> cool, <laughs> which is cool as hell. Uh, uh, and then you have the murderous JF, yeah, the star of the Jack Frost horror franchise. We've talked about that before on here a little bit. Oh, you guys will definitely talk about it when we have you guys as guests on our show as a crossover episode to talk about Christmas horror films. Horny for horror, you speak of. I host a podcast called Horny for Horror with Betsy Sidaro and Mono Agapian. I was in a a holiday horror short. What was it? Uh, My friend made it. I don't remember what he called it, but it it was uh, just about a... a, uh, Oh, it was... um, an elf on the shelf horror short. Okay. Yeah. I was just a dad who came over to fi- uh, find, uh, came home to find a body on the floor. I did great Let work. The Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Uh, what about Frost? <laughs> Frost that, Nixon? That, are that song's so fucking funny to me. There are so many metal songs that are funnier than any joke I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> like the intro to Bodies is funny. Well, the verse, too. Wow. <laughs> Uh, We play it on our podcast a lot. That's my sound drop. (laughs) (laughs) I did it so much in our live show, which we released. You can hear the audience laugh at it less every time it happens (laughs) to the point where towards the end of the show, I hit it and you could hear some of the crowd go. (sighs) (laughs) I was hoping it was coming back. Joy of your your heart. No. I feel uh, like that's your sweet like you love that shit. If, love it. Yeah. It, I love it. <laughs> what else is funny? What's a funny metal song? Oh, uh, what's another one? My my favorite cuz it's also like the worst is uh that will make me laugh anytime I hear it is I'm not the one so far away when I feel the oh, Godsmack yeah. <laughs> it has like the drums are like God smack. Voodoo. All of that kind Voodoo. of like like pop metal shit is terrible to me. Like I it 
I can't get my head around it. Like it's just some guy being really mad. I don't know like why <laughs> hardcore like metal to me it feels legitimate and feels like oh that guy's really mad, but this guy who's famous isn't mad. Sure. Like, but it, it just all feels fake and stupid to me. So you it. you want anger in it? That's what you listen to it for? Not f- that's not why I listen to it, but it doesn't seem genuine to me. Okay, I get you consider that. Consider anger a gift. I do. I I just love the gift of rage. I don't like Rage That's Against good. the Machine is one for Well, that was that was my reference. Oh. You never were into Rage Against the Machine? No. I, I listened to Rage Against the Machine last week. I was like, you, you know what? I haven't listened to this in a long time. How'd it go? I'm not going to lie. I love it. Yeah, people uh, do. How's their drummer? Great good question. He's love, a great drummer? Yeah, it's nothing like flashy, but I, I like his parts and it just feels good. I feel like based off a lot of conversations I've had about drummers with you, you prefer non-flashy. Hmm. You got to find that right moment. Okay. Yeah, it's Who, about playing for the song for me. Okay, is there a flashy drummer you do dig, where you're like the mus- the band is all the drummer? Uh, I can go to either of you. You're both musicians. I mean, but I'm not a drummer guy. I mean, I would. <laughs> you plug yours when drums come. I, I won't listen to it. <laughs> I won't have it. I don't know that I would necessarily call him flashy, but I love Braid and okay. Dave Atkinson who plays for them. Like I. Because it's, it's, it's mathy, it wants it's, it to. Yeah, kind of it's, it's stuff, weird. Right? They're weird parts, yeah. but like the songs call for it. I think. Okay. You guys have a lot of like I, I would say like Motion City had a lot of parts that are like not typical drum beats. They're not flashy, but they're not like a standard drum beat necessarily. I tried. He's yeah. saying he's saying you don't know how to play the drums. Like <laughs> yeah, I guess what I'm saying. These is, are not drum beats. Yeah, no. <laughs> also, I feel like Todd has on several occasions talked about how he's never heard Motion City. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we played a couple shows with you. I, I've, oh, I've watched you. Okay. I've watched you. And like true. when I watch Motion City, I'm going. I'm watching you do it because I know you're the best out of that band. But I. But, Ooh. And Jesse, you hear that? Everybody I, I, else is. I, listening oh, you know right what? Now. Yeah. Never mind. Fuck off, Tony. <laughs> no, but uh, like. No, watching watching you play like I like I like you as a drummer. I like like how what you play. What about as a person? Not a fan. I get it. Yeah. You're like in the it goes raging against the machine, Tony, in terms of things <laughs> I don't care for. What if I were to Disturbed. play huh? what if I were to play some beats on your lap right now? <laughs> Would that make you feel better about me? Do Laptop it. beats? Please don't. Well, I want to hear one beat. <laughs> Not gonna lie, a little flashy. A little <laughs> <laughs> Give me a melody to play behind. Classic uh, Tony Thack. Here's another listener challenge. <laughs> Isolate that audio of of Tony slapping Todd's knees and turn it into a beat. Yeah. Get it really- Turn it into like a house song. <laughs> if you could turn it into a house song, like a tropical house song, I would be so happy. Tropical? <laughs> tropical house. Tropical house. That's a tropical. big thing now. There's my Mai Tai guy. It's a big thing. Yeah, I love Mai Tais. I love Tropical House. You got you were a tiki guy, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah, I feel you better like believe it. You went to a, a tiki fest. Not only did I go to a tiki fest, ladies and gentlemen, I lived in a hotel for five days at a nonstop tiki convention <laughs> where every day you woke up, you'd go down, you'd get your drink, you'd get in the pool, you'd float all day, live DJs with go-go dancers, and then as the sun set... The stage would come to life, which was to the left of the pool, and actual bands would play tiki surf music from around the world. There's a band from Finland. There's uh, the five, six, seven, eights that were in Kill uh-huh. Bill. They wow. played. Uh, it's like a great, like old school tiki performers. And I found out most of them 
really dig the scores and soundtracks to uh, James Bond movies. Interesting. So they'd play a lot of James Bond music. Is which that right? Is dope live. I yeah. can see that. But it was also the theme was international espionage. So I, that's, that makes I just now realized that's probably why they played a lot of James <laughs> Bond. I just put that you together. dumb idiot. The, I am a moron. <laughs> the other night I was uh, uh, in a green room before a show and out loud as a joke, I was talking about the character of Jigsaw from the horror film Saw. Yeah, scary. And I was like, you know, they call him Jigsaw because he loves puzzles as a bit. And it was like, oh, no, wait, that's probably why they call him Jigsaws because of the puzzles that he builds. <laughs> and yeah, uh, right. my friend was like, I never thought of that either, man. So I was like, shit, if you just Very stop and deep. think about things for one second. Yeah. You got to really put your mind into stuff. You can't just let stuff pass you by. I'm drunk right now. Like I, We need to get that out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, had, I love a convention, <laughs> by the way, a tiki convention, because I think of conventions as like businessmen in suits, like trading business cards. Sure. Not just like a three-day party. So I like picturing everyone kind of like meeting one another for potential future drinking jobs. Together. Yeah, to, to, to drink professionally. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'd love to meet up with you at a bar sometime. Here's my card. Give me a shout. I'm in the Los Angeles yeah. area. I did get a lot of cards from people who do like art and like yeah, vintage I, clothing because like the crossover of like uh, rockabilly yes. culture to tiki oh. culture, that like Venn diagram is very like tight. I kind of feel like that's what maybe put me off of it a little bit. The rockabilly aspect yeah. of it? You don't like anything. I really don't. He really does. He is the jolliest person I know that hates everything. Yeah. You don't like anything. You don't like anything. Don't. Wait, do you like rockabilly? Like music? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. So we're the same. <laughs> I don't listen. Uh, I mean, like the closest I ever got to is like, uh, like everyone in college, I listened to Tiger Army. Sure. Like when they were big. You're forced to. Uh, you had to. Yeah. If you listen to AFI, you had to listen to Tiger I Army. I had a goddamn pompadour. I'm like, I'm, oh, I'm on board for all that shit. Like, I, I, I don't, but I'm not like the music is not good to me. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like the fifties came and went. We did it. <laughs> we figured it out. You know what band I've seen? Almost more than any other band, and it was never intentional and never because I went to see them. Man, Reverend Horton Heat. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Reverend Horton Heat 130 times. <laughs> Anything I go to, they're there playing. I was surprised they weren't here I, when I, I showed up today. Ooh, surprise. You just missed them. <laughs> All eight of them walking out after. I don't know how many people are that my, fucking band. That my, base over there? Yeah, my wife and my daughter are both new members. <laughs> <laughs> they just brought him on. Your baby's uh, in Reverend Horton yeah, Heat. She, they've just everyone in America has been in Reverend Horton Heat for at least a minute. <laughs> do, do, do you think that's so funny? I, I don't see myself as hating everything. I just hate Christmas and rockabilly and Rogue One and Rogue One. Oh, Rage Rogue Against One. the Machine. Rage Against the Machine can suck it. And uh, bad fake metal, death to false metal, and Obama. I love Obama. <laughs> Hello. That was the one bit he couldn't commit to. I won't have it. <laughs> it's like even that feels uncomfortable. To I like, won't have that. Do you guys do you guys remember You didn't when, let me finish though. Malia Obama. Oh, I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah there you, you go. I can't have it. Do you remember when Obama had to go on TV to teach people how to cough? <laughs> where he they they released like a video where he's like everyone whenever you cough or sneeze fold your arm like cough or sneeze into into your elbow like the crook of your arm don't sneeze or cough on your hands unreal he had to release that to like let people know how to avoid germs and getting sick and 
I thought of that the other day while I was on the treadmill at the gym because I work out. I have a sick body. I'm insanely shredded. Yeah, As yeah. you could tell, I think you can in tell. my Jack Frost outfit, but which one? And the listeners and can tell by your voice. That gives a hint. You can see his abs in this outfit. I looked up, and yeah, that'll give you... <laughs> they're glistening. Some <laughs> might say snow-covered. <laughs> my snow-covered abs. But I looked up, and the TV was like, Trump does yeah, 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 like whatever it was. And I thought of that Obama video and couldn't stop laughing because I was like, <laughs> that was the big deal he had to deal with. Yep. That was like his press conference for the day. It was like, people don't spread germs. And then this other motherfucker is like, <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't kill somebody. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I touched a lot of women, but, it, I, but it, you know, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. What a piece of shit. Uh, I also don't like Trump. Okay. <laughs> yeah, put that in the pot. Um, Which one? Which one? Ooh. Baron? Uh, M- Melania. Okay. Malia. What is yeah, what is yeah, Malia Trump? Malia Trump. Uh, by the way, uh Tony, I don't know if you know this, does just a bang up impression of Obama. Do the video, but just do like just because we don't have a lot of time. Just do like the, uh, him doing the coughing video, but just do like the intro, like how it would maybe start it. Hold on, I'm gonna close my eyes. Yeah, see if you could Hello? <laughs> That's as much as he does. Oh, that's all. That yeah. was it. That's my Obama impression. I was sitting here like an asshole, dressed as Jack Frost, with my eyes closed <laughs> for twenty minutes because I thought there was more. No, no, that's as much as it. Do- what? There's one other line. You want to try again? How you doing? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I hope someone's offended by that. There was a there was a day. That's I don't. A, it's our most popular segment. What I don't think we were segment. even we were recording, but there was a day where Tony and I. I would just set him up to say hello, how you doing? Oh yeah, that for was like an weird. hour. We were laughing so hard. It's all he does of Obama <laughs> is hello, how you doing? And your your guest was Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> he said nothing. Why aren't you guys letting me talk? That oh my oh, god! Yeah, I I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, did you think he was here? I thought Tom Petty was here <laughs> when he just did that. <laughs> could could you guys have Seinfeld? talking to obama yeah like let's say that here's the scenario okay, okay. elevator doors open yep. obama seinfeld's already in there uh-huh. you walk in and action yeah, go hello oh my god it's president, president obama. how you doing oh my god that's all i got oh my god <laughs> oh my <laughs> god good. Pretty good. Seinfeld's classic quote. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like I used to maybe be able to do an impression of, of him, but I, I walked away from I'm it. I'm going to guess probably not. That's probably true, too. Yeah. I imagine I just did the impression of, of somebody doing an impression. Are you are you guys fans of impressionists? Yeah. Like impressionist well, comedy? I was thinking recently about how weird of a thing that is. Like, Because, <laughs> yeah. like, what what's the most you get out of that? It's like... Oh yeah, that does sound just like him. Well, yeah, I feel like it, there's good and there's bad. There's there's like the bad where it's like they're just saying their voice, yeah, which is like wh- how does that entertain me at all? And then you have like James Adomian where it's like yes. I do an impression, when, but there's a clear game to it. Yeah, like, yes, yes, it's yes. so funny that what they're saying is mm-hmm. versus just like oh, I'm doing a voice. Yeah. yeah, like Daniel Van Kirk with Mark Wahlberg. Yep. Yeah, and all that. Yeah, it, yeah. DVK man, he's a king. Yes, he, he is. is. You know, I like Fred Armisen's impressions are my some of my favorite too. He always has like a point of view. He's adding some layer on it that's so dumb that I love it. I love it. He's great, and he also act always does a unique impression. Like if there are pr- uh, impressions of a certain like person in the world, he'll 
do a different take on it. Like he'll accentuate. Yeah. And I love that. I, just never, like Frank Caliendo. Not a Frank Caliendo guy. <laughs> I do love, I really do love impression comedy. I yeah. grew up loving Dana Carvey. Okay. And because I was a kid, it was for me at he the time. He did George Bush thing all the time. Yeah. I mean, it was like. Or was it Ross Perot? What did I think he, he, did both. he did both. Okay. What was that? Not gonna do it. That, that was George W. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I was like a kid that was like right up my alley. But as I've gotten older, like I feel like it is sort of cheesy, like that as comedy goes. But I fucking love it. And when we found something really you well, love, I love it. Hey, impressionist. That's the thing he loves. <laughs> yeah. I love impressionists. I love comedians who smash things with a big sledgehammer. Oh, I know they a guy it. for you. Do you Gallagher too? Do you do you unironically like Gallagher? I, I need don't. to know if that was real or no, not. No, no, I did see him as a kid though. And did you like it as a kid? I loved it. I love that you saw him as a, I loved it as a kid. I, I never shirt. saw him. I got merch. I wish you still had that. I do too. That'd be a great shirt. I How much do you being, think a Gallagher shirt goes for on eBay? Right Twelve now? on eBay. <laughs> Twelve cents. Uh, I mean, I want to be realistic with you, so I'll say. Um, <laughs> Fifteen dollars. You're so dumb. I remember being a kid and watching um, Comedy Central was huge when we were kids. Yeah. Like it when it came out, it's like finally a net. The Cartoon Network and Comedy Central came on my cape, my TV the same day. Oh wow! I stayed home sick from school because that was the biggest day of my life. <laughs> the fact that I could see all these stand ups because I did like stand up as a kid, mm-hmm. and then flip over and cartoons like just switch back and forth when I didn't like whatever was on was a dream. And they used to play the hell out of Gallagher yeah. specials. Yep. And I remember one used to show them all the time. Oh man, that's wild. Yeah. That'd be they'd be funny with like pop up video for like Gallagher specials, like talk (laughs) about what he's referencing. Just Michael Ian Black having to talk about Gallagher. That'd be great. But also just like uh, because all that old stand up we have no frame of reference for like uh, yeah. like all the dated comedy and stuff. It'd be funny to pop up and like kind of explain what's being said. Yeah. I'd find that interesting. Sure. Um, but I remember being a kid and being like, get to the goddamn watermelon, man. You're killing me. <laughs> it's like, no one wants to hear your take on women. That's what is has not aged well. Is oh. Gallagher talking about women. Yeah, it's been unfortunate like if you see anything of him it's mostly racist and and oh no and sexist oh because he had remember. that like blow up on wtf yeah, or whatever yeah. right that was like famous mm-hmm. a famous blow up yeah i uh, mean to be fair oh not to be fair he's a piece of shit but but i feel like i feel like go uh, on defend gallagher i'm not defending him but mark uh edit out him saying i'm not defending him please. thank you To be fair, I feel like... Go on, uh, defend Gallagher. But Mark... Uh, Edit out him saying I'm not defending him, please. Thank you. Oh, that's done. <laughs> uh, but Mark Maron is like, he was poking him. Yeah. You know? And that's what Mark Maron does. And when Mark Maron doesn't like somebody, he pokes him a lot. So, yeah. I mean, but but still, like, grow up. Um, I have some information here. I What's good that? News. I found some Gallagher shirts, guys. What is it? Uh, what, what were your guesses? Todd, no cheating. I guess $15. Adam guessed fifteen dollars. Todd, what was closest your- without going over? <laughs> I can't not cheat. I said fifteen cents. Well, there's a big swing here. Yeah, I see one for as low as thirteen dollars. Oh, and I see one for as high as fifty three dollars. A person's a greedy idiot. Yeah. To be fair, that that one's really cool. Oh, okay. It's really that cool. actually is. I would. That's. I would. Oh, that's Let's like, be honest. If any of us found that shirt, we'd buy it. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy it. All right, listeners, if you're just now tuning in, we're describing a shirt. <laughs> yeah. 
without giving any detail, just talking about what we think, whether it, it's, yeah, cool, whether it's or cool or not. See, See this that's is how cool. we lure him into following us on Instagram. I'll post a picture of the shirt. I would like this shirt will be on there, and me and my Jack Frost outfit. Adam, Adam was my improv coach for a few times. I sure would like. Maybe you could be our podcast coach, guys. You can't, you can't come in here talking about what a shirt looks like. With, by just saying it's cool or not. Like that <laughs> yeah, kind of come shit. on, man. Show, don't tell. <laughs> I sat on that very couch. You did. It was a rough one. Watch Todd do improv comedy with a bunch of kids. <laughs> 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 a bunch of 12-year-old kids. Todd. <laughs> Why and he kept making every scene sexual. Oh, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to get it real dirty in my in my scenes. <laughs> You get all horned up in improv. I hate, I hate being in a scene that turns sexual. It always bums me out. I, <laughs> I hate it so much. When I'm in a scene great. and somebody does something sexual, I'm like, all right, like I gotta commit. I hated it. Something else he hates. Yeah, sexual improv. Oh, sexy improv. Improv for me. I like watching it, but for me, I hate it. Sexy improv is an oxymoron. Like to, to say that it, it doesn't exist. Oh. There's no way you could be sexy doing improv. <laughs> it's the most humiliating thing you could ever do. D- oh. It's it's very fun, but I oh god, I remember my first after I'd been on a house team a couple years uh, at the theater I perform at. Um, I love saying that at the theater at the most I, prestigious at the, well, improv yeah. theater hey i'm not here to name drop uh so he once was on I was, a house team at ucb for Christ at the ucb theater uh <laughs> i was at a, the bar next door and a couple kids walked up to me like wow it must be so cool to be on an improv housey man Lady, ladies must dry, you know go hard after you must be batting away and i was like what are you, are you insane i was like the only people who ever talked to me after an improv show are you guys yeah. <laughs> who'd walk around it's usually a couple sweaty dudes yep. like sweaty goofy white dudes who are like uh when you stepped out um in the hospital scene did you ever i was like don't talk to me <laughs> um i have todd Fazen for one 101 and yeah. he says don't do this thing you did in a scene i assume that's what would happen yeah that's it exactly um, no one's cool doing improv man we're all nerds <laughs> no one's cool. no one's cool uh I, I like it when you get in your your phase of fuck that yeah man forget it uh did you do it i forgot you've done some stand-up haven't you when I first came to LA, I did character stand up. Uh-huh. I, I would show up and I'd talk to like the promoter, or whoever booked it, and be like, "Hey, just to let you know, I'm here." But when I <laughs> you introduce me, introduces this, and I'm going to be in character from the time I walk back in until the time I leave. So I'm just going to stay in it. So just so you know, so it's not weird. He's like, "Yeah, okay." And I did a ton of stand up shows as characters, and it would get for obvious reasons mixed results where people are like i thought it was funny because they got i was doing a bit or they're just irritated yeah and um eventually i was like oh i could just do sketch comedy i don't have to go to stand-up shows (laughs) and like force some audience that paid money or is there to watch people do stand-up watch me do a weird ventriloquist bit yeah it's like what was your most polarizing character Oh boy! I the one I just mentioned a ventriloquist bit where I pulled uh, a woman from the audience because I told I came in all frazzled like they introduced me and I was screaming in the back like fuck fuck no no I was like screaming and slamming and they're like what's wrong and I walked out and I like pulled the guy to the side and whispered to him and I was gonna tell them too but what I whispered was I can't find my dummy and I like I explained everything to him so like he would like it would register on his face yeah that something is wrong and I was like it's okay I was like uh folks 
Uh, I'm a ventriloquist. I normally do a set with this. I don't have my dumb. Would someone mind coming up and sitting on my lap and being my dummy for the show? <laughs> and then when she came up, sat on my lap, I just whispered to her, I'm going to tap your back and that's when you talk. But I didn't tell her what to say. Oh, no. So I would just like do setups and then tap her back and whatever she said would be the punchline. Oh, no. <laughs> and one person was dying dying laughing in the audience dead silent in the really? rest of the house yeah and that person talked to me afterwards she's like hey i do comedy i would love to write with you it's like it's like a fun approach oh cool cool it's like the first like connection i made that's really funny yeah that woman was liza minnelli <gasps> it was liza minnelli <laughs> we were married for six years <laughs> why are you laughing no i'm i'm just laughing at the idea of marriage in general isn't it crazy that we like get yeah. married hey every dude on this pod right now is married that's yeah. right yeah tony the most recent i'm the only one that cheered you, you guys, guys want to start a new podcast because you just recently got married that's yeah. why you cheered give it a year or two oh, this got dark <laughs> yeah we want to start a call- podcast called married boys just a couple married boys talking pod married boys (laughs) (laughs) yeah three married straight white guys talking about how good it is to be married couple of of married boys just marrying it up i I love i love this the thing you just said of like give it a couple years the idea of people who bitch and complain about being married always makes me like you got to get divorced. Yeah. Get a divorce. What are you again. doing? I, there was this guy who I met. He used to come in all the time to the lumber yard. The I, I love how you say lumber yard. You don't say the actual name of the lumber yard that you worked at. Angel City Lumber. Thank you. There you go. The most prestigious lumber yard in the world. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that was solid. Uh, um, Angel City Lumber. This guy would come up to you after your shift. Yeah, they'd, be like, <laughs> and they'd be like, you must get so many chicks. And they'd be like, all I get to do is talk to you. Oh, man. When you cut that tree down, <laughs> did you know that the tree was going to fall left? I'm sorry. So when you worked at the lumberyard. I had yard, Jeff Perry for a 101 <laughs> chopped out a tree class. He said, don't hold the chainsaw like that. I had Joe Perry. Uh, Ooh, Aerosmith, mm, third week in a row. Continue. This is great news. Um, but um, Strike that. Oh, we had a guy that used to come in and talk about it. Like His wife, he'd be like, I'd buy this. My wife would be up in my back about having this, bringing this home, another thing to do, and like another project. And it'll be like, dude, you got to get divorced. You hate being married to this woman. <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing this it's to her miserable. or you? Yeah. Stop it. Like, and it happens all the time. People are always like, oh, my wife, this or that. I got to ask, ask the old lady. Don't don't be married to her. Yeah. If you feel like you're being held down, get out of there. Or somebody who's like, life's too short. I should get home. It's like, my wife's going to be mad if I'm out. I was like, mad? I was yeah. like, what is she, the warden? Yeah. It's like, why are you bummed to go home? Like, I home know. should be your, where you're the most relaxed and happy. If you're not getting home to be like excited to see your spouse, you got to get out of that thing. Yeah. Do you guys, I heard home is where the heart is. Do you guys know anything about that? Um, hmm. No. I don't feel like I do. I, I've never had a heart, which is going to give you a clue to which Jack Frost I might hey. be. Hey, it's Tony. And Todd, your Patreon friends. What's this now? You heard me right, Tony. Patreon. Get into it. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, tell me about it. You guys, do you like our podcast? You're Kinda. listening to it. Okay, it's true. Uh, if you want to support us in a way that is helpful for us monetarily, you can also get involved with our Patreon, wherein we will be posting up different levels and tiers 
uh, that you can buy and to support us. You could uh, you could be getting things like all of our jingles and songs. Yes, you could be getting extra episodes. Yeah, we'll uh, we're gonna do weekly bonus episodes. They're gonna be a little different than the normal episodes. We're gonna do some like commentary for some Christmas episodes of some things. Maybe some Christmas movies here and there. Who knows? All kinds of things we it's can do. Gonna be fun. It's almost like another uh, a Christmas adjacent podcast. Yes. Or it's, it's a Christmas podcast, but it's concept adjacent. Yes, uh, by way of us doing commentary tracks on movies and shows. It's gonna be fun. Yes, and you can get those for only five bucks a month. You'll get uh, weekly bonus apps, and uh, for ten bucks a month, you'll get you'll also get the link to uh, all the jingles. I'm kind of, I'll be adding them every week with the new shows, and I'm still going back through the old ones to add all those. So uh, you can do that, and then also for uh, twenty bucks, uh, we'll also send you a Christmas card. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas, and see you at patreon.com slash Felice Navi Pod. Guys, oh. I have some Jack Frost facts here. Please. Please. George Clooney was originally attached to the project, <laughs> but he left to do Batman and Robin. Ex-Batman Michael Keaton was cast into the lead role. This caused no end of trouble for the Jim Henson Creature Shop. What? Because they had designed their snowman animatronically, sorry, their snowman animatronic specifically to George Clooney's facial features and acting style. That was... Is your Jack Frost movie fact. How much time did they have to change it around? One hour. I mean, like, it was like the day before, (laughs) like, hey, Clooney's not coming. Instead, Michael... Get a different Batman. Yeah, what the the fuck? Clooney's not coming. What's he doing? Batman picture. Oh, yeah? Get me a Batman. (laughs) Okay. Batman picture. Uh, You know what irritates me is, uh, oh, this really grinds my gears. Oh, here we go. I'm so stinking angry. Whoa. Is when, uh, like, George Clooney has done, like, apology tours for that movie, where he's like, I'm so sorry I killed the Batman franchise. I'm so sorry that that movie, I, you know, so bad. I was like, Dude, the whole movie was bad. Why is this dude doing that? Shows he's a good guy. Yeah. It was like it, the script is garbage. It was Everything directed. About that movie's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it it's by unbelievably a bad. Well, I'll be if it isn't something you two hate. I yeah. I mean, I guess it's not really something I hate. Uh. <laughs> I just I don't understand why he has to apologize for that movie being bad. There's so many people involved. You think Alicia Silverstone should do the apologizing? I do. She's cute as hell in that movie, man. <laughs> I'll say that. Who do you blame? Chris O'Donnell? I blame for her being cute. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was like a He's f- cute in that movie too. Fifteen-year-old oh. Southern boy came in. She's cute as hell. She's cute man. as hell in that movie, I, dude. I love her in that movie. I love that girl, dude. <laughs> she's cute as hell. My my Alfred's niece. I this, love she's <laughs> <laughs> This has nothing to do with anything we're talking about at all, but it just triggered a thing and I just want to share it because it's my favorite quote that I ever overheard someone say. Okay. I was at years ago, I was at the Richmond, Virginia Zoo. Oof. and name drop i heard there was a family at the little, i'd like went to get like a water from the little concession stand and there's a family there and the guy was eating some chicken fingers from the zoo oh. and i overhear him go damn these chicken fingers as good as hell <laughs> uh, i have a <laughs> i just love everything about that you more than anyone i know have a catalog of weird side things you've heard over time <laughs> that have stuck in your craw I just, 
Because I love yeah. that he was that impressed by chicken yes. fingers from the zoo. The zoo. <laughs> it's incredible. I have two thoughts on this. One, I have, um, I do like one-man shows where I do like a series of characters, you know, because I don't do stand-up anymore. So I do these character showcase shows. And one of them is like a very aggro, uh, entitled hillbilly from Bakersfield, which is my hometown. And he's screaming at Shamu because Shamu got him and his wife wet and ruined his wife's phone. <laughs> but it's inspired by, I was with, uh, God, my wife, my uh, wife and I, before we knew the horrors of, of SeaWorld, we're at SeaWorld because we had yeah. tickets. We got like free tickets to go, and so we went. But like, I cried three times while I was there because I saw a polar bear who had lost his mind. Uh. I saw a puffin like smashing his head. You know what? Uh, we all know it's a bad place. Don't support zoos and and fucking Sea Worlds, um, unless you're there for chicken fingers. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was at <laughs> Sea World, and this dad wearing a tank top. Like way too big board shorts mm-hmm. and flip flops, turns around, points his kids. He goes, "Hey, y'all get one, get one, and get one only." And walked away. And I was like, "What is that guy's day?" Because <laughs> his kids were trying to buy like toys or whatever, and oh. he was like that mad, like screamed it across the store. I was like, "I want to know his God whole life," it. and that inspired that yeah. character. <laughs> so apparently, like hang out at like a theme park, zoos, anything yeah. like that you will hear the greatest yeah. quotes ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then two. Um, I'm obsessed with if people are filming something, uh, yes. my oh, my wife, it actually makes her laugh. This is something about me she actually likes. I'm even mad at your wife. Thank you. Um, whenever people are filming and we're on vacation, I like to say things in the background of their videos. <laughs> so when they watch it later, they hear things. And my wife said her favorite one of mine I've ever done is we were in Yosemite. We we're at a restaurant called crab cakes. I'll never forget because our server goes, hi, welcome to crab cakes. <laughs> it was like a Drew Tarver character. A hundred percent. Y'all got to try to right. It just went wild on us, which blew our mind, but they were <laughs> filming a kid. Like they were singing happy birthday to a kid at the table next to us, his family. The kid was mad. He had his arms folded. He didn't want them singing to him. The, and the dad is like filming and like panning across the table. And in the background, because we I was sitting directly behind him, uh, I went into the, the drawl immediately. But I go, well, goddamn, that's the biggest bullfrog I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was, she's like, why'd you say that? I was like, because I want him to be watching it later and be like, well, did a frog come in the restaurant? What happened to that guy yelled that? So it's like obsession is whenever someone's filming something to just find a non sequitur and just say it as loud and as confidently as I, I can by them so that later they can have these moments. I was like, God, these are best. I like giving them that to them as a gift. Because you've been giving it some, but it, it does take away from the natural thing of like that guy's a real guy. Yeah, with the board shorts. Yeah, yeah. I, I, hey, I, hey, y'all get one. You get one only. <laughs> hey, maybe he's doing the same thing. He I just love, doesn't need a camera. Oh, I do love a southern accent as much. I grew up in the south and I used to hate it, and now I've grown to really love it. Like in its all its glory, when it's done, like when it's in deep its and glory. real, I fucking love. Like people a, from the south love the word glory. Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> There's a faded yeah. glory. That's yeah. a, the Walmart brand. Uh, but West Virginia accents in particular are just amazing. They're you real, sh- like. I don't know, they're deep. Shit's deep. I love it. I love a good, strong accent. Oh, man. I, uh, my friend was playing bass in a band uh, that was friends with Super Drag. Do you know the band Super Drag? Love Super Drag. Of course. Th- they're great. John Davis has mm-hmm. a 
oh yeah those guys are southern very accent. southern and like he yeah. like full on but is like the world's sweetest guy he's an amazingly yeah. nice dude um and my friend was playing uh playing bass in this band and after the show like john davis was there and he uh, my friend is from west virginia and john davis knew that uh-huh. and after the show he came off the stage and, and john davis comes over to him and goes hey man Looks like old boy came down off the mountain, put down the whittling stick, picked up a bass, and started whooping some ass. Oh my god! <laughs> it would I would have had to have sat down if someone was, said that to me. I would have been shook. Every corner of that sentence is so fucking funny to me, and it's so long. Old boy came down off the mountain. Like you're Got from it. West Virginia. Yeah. You can't, okay, came old down, boy came down. Put mountain. down the whittling stick. All right, stop whittling from West Virginia. Sure, picked up a bass, started whooping some ass. Amazing. Oh, I love every beat of that. My yeah. friend's wife is from the South, and we were in the living room, and we had left the door open as we were coming in. We just didn't close it. And she screams from the kitchen, God damn, someone plug some wood in that pneumonia hole. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I looked, I was like, what What do I need to do? What's happening? And he Are goes, you mad at me? He goes, close the door. <laughs> I was like, plug some wood in that pneumonia hole. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, I used to hate those. I used to hate those southern accents because it used to. I, I think it, like it, growing up around it, you had it in Bakersfield, I assume. Like, yeah, a lot of people. Um, like even in college, I took a class on like uh, phonet, like how words sound, mm-hmm. the way your mouth makes sounds. And our teacher had written all these books about. It. He goes one by one, we'll go through, and I'll tell you not only where you're from, but where your parents are from. And he nailed everybody in class, Shut and I was like, up. "Holy shit!" And he got to me, and he's like. All right, your your dad is from the East Coast. I want to say like Upper East Coast. Your mom is um, was probably originally from the South somewhere, and you were like you were raised in the South. And I was like, no, I'm I'm from Bakersfield. I it's but because there is a lot of country there, yeah. I do have like a slight drawl to like when I talk, and it's easy to play that character because it's easy to like just get right back in. You it. just lean in. You just lean right into it. It's the easiest thing. It almost sounds. I got to say, yours sounds like Texan to me. Okay, well, Jackie yourself. rubbing off on you. Yeah, that might be my wife, my wonderful wife. God damn it, is from Texas. It's so yeah that it, you've heard that David Cross joke about like that accent. If it's rural, that's just a rural accent. It's not the South. It's anywhere that's rural. Like, yeah. It'd be like a guy going, yeah. I'm from fucking Bozeman, Montana. I'm going <laughs> to beat your ass. Like, it's always that guy <laughs> yeah. everywhere you go. It's true. It's very, it, like, unless, as soon as you go north, it changes. Although there's an Ohio accent, and Ohio's pretty far north, that's full West Virginia. Like, it's deeply mm-hmm. Southern sounding. Did you have an accent? Did you lose it? I took a diction class in uh, in college to okay. get rid of what I had left over of one. Were yeah. you acting in college? No. Okay. I just hated my accent. I, I really, I despised the, the whole Southern thing. Like, yeah. it, Something it else he hates. It represented racism. To, like yeah. th- those dudes are are going to be racist. They're going to be weird, like broy bullies. Like it's just everything about that was negative in my mind, and I didn't yeah. want to have any of that. So yeah, I got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I wish I'd acted in college. I wish I'd like gone after some of that stuff. I did. Uh, theater was my minor, so English major theater minor and in one of the classes i had to take for my minor which was like uh children's theater like mm-hmm. teaching theater to children uh the teacher was like hey i'm having auditions for our, the last play of the school year you will get like 20 points extra credit if you audition all you have to do is show up and audition i was like great 
So I showed up and I walked in and it was just her like sitting in this huge theater and I walk out. She goes, Hey, I didn't expect to see you here. I didn't think you wanted to act. You're not like, and I was like, I'm just here for that extra credit. She goes, well, who are you auditioning for? And I go, I don't care. It's like, tell me which side to read and I'll read it. She goes, okay, we'll read, uh, uh, read this one. It, or she goes, you pick. So I just picked up the main character and like read it. It was, a ma- it was the first male character I saw. Picked it up. Also, I'm an egomaniac. Yeah. So I read it. I like read the passage and she goes, uh, okay, could you try this guy? He's kind of like the like aggressive, um, uh, super aggro theater owner. I'm going to keep saying aggro for all these characters I play. But it's like a very intense dude who's like very frazzled. I think you'd, you'd be fun reading this. So I like read through it. She goes... Uh, you don't have to come to callbacks. So I want you to play that part in the, like, just play it in the play. I went, no, absolutely not. She's like, well, yeah, I want you to, please. I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'll do a play in college. It's like, I got this minor. I got to do it. Wait, so, why would you do theater and not want to do a play? I don't want to do, I, I hate memorizing lines. It's like the worst <laughs> thing as an actor to say, but I really like. So you're like, you did theater so you could turn it into like camera work. Yeah, I, I theater is a minor because I needed to have a minor. So I really? just like, yeah, I, you had to declare a minor. So I picked theater because it was close to English, and I do like plays. I like reading plays. That's fine. Oh, I see. Um, I, I so see. I just took it. Plus, like, th- there's like playwriting as a part of it, so that helped I my see. writing. I see. Uh, for the listeners, I write and I do act, but I usually do improv. It's a lot easier with my sketch. Even I obviously haven't memorized, but I usually lean hard on the improv mm-hmm. side of it too, where like I'll feel what an audience is giving me and react off of them, and I usually involve the audience in my stuff as well. So that's why I just don't like doing like scripted plays because it's the same thing with stand up to me i love people who love it i love that they're good at it but for me i feel cheap saying the same joke over and over and getting the laugh like i know where the laugh is isn't as fun to me i love spontaneity so that's kind of why that's the long reason why so uh, we're doing the play for a while it's it's open it's like it's only open for one weekend like you rehearsed so much and then we did like four or five shows and Mm. that's it and it's a huge farce everything because it's a farce everything is timed so like precisely Mm -hmm. it's like jokes entrances and exits are fast and it in one part of the show i have to step to the edge of the stage and do a monologue about this guy that everyone that i think is dead in the play but it's not because it's a comedy he's not dead but i think he is so i'm frazzled and i go everyone's gonna wake up tomorrow morning they're all gonna open their newspapers and and i had the actor's nightmare happen where every line went out of my head blank completely blank and i stood there and i had my hand out to the audience and i'm like in a spotlight and i'm standing there and it's quiet and I look over at the actors in the scene with me, who's like a legit professional actor, and I go, what are they going to see when they open that paper? Because I don't know what my next line is. And he goes, I don't know, and looks at me. And I squint in my eyes because I was like, you motherfucker, you know what I'm doing right now. You know I have no idea where to go, and you could set me up for my monologue. You could say what the point of it is or like yep. help me along. And he sold me out. So I looked back out to the audience and I go, they're gonna say, and I hear my director start laughing in the back, like laughing hard. She's loving it. And I go, in my mind, I go, what's this play about? Okay, this guy is like, so I just logic it out loud. I go, <laughs> this guy's dead. I think he's dead. This guy needs this. My business will fail if I whatever. And I just kind of explain the play to myself. 
And after a minute, like people were like gasping and like laughing and like reacting to me just talking about my life as the character. And I go, they're going to say they're going to. And I remembered and I ran over and I grabbed the other guy by the collar and deadlifted him and held him in the air because I was so mad that he didn't help me. And I screamed the rest of my monologue holding him <laughs> up and then dropped him when it was finished. And I got a huge round of applause. It was like a huge dramatic monologue. Walked off stage. And was like, don't do that, dude. Like, if you see people are struggling, you got to help. You can't do that. And then I walked over to my director and went, why would you laugh at me? She goes, because I knew whatever you'd say would be fun. It's like, I didn't care. It was like, any, awesome. make it up. You'd be awesome. okay. You'd be fine. We'd get back on track. But that's why I didn't like doing plays. I did wow. th- that moment was horrible. Was that guy just being a dick? A dick bag? He was a dick. Period. Like, oh, he, that must have been was, felt so good to just like let him have it in front of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was also that thing of he's the leading man, and like everyone in the play is in love with him and over there. But like in real life, everyone didn't like the guy because he just wasn't nice. Wow. What was his full name? Max. <laughs> Max. Period. <laughs> Max. Period. Yeah, like Prince. Max McCabe. My nickname. Yeah. yeah. Did uh, so like after you said that to him, was he shaken by it? No, because he. I mean, he was he was a very like confident guy. What like, is, okay. If anyone touched me and said like, "Hey, don't do," that, I'd be shaken for a month. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to think. Like about anything else, I'd be like, I'd wake up in the morning and be like, I really fucked that guy over on that stage. That was bad of me to do. Let's let's do it right now. Let's no, get, no, no, let's no. get you shook. What do you do that you shouldn't do? No, I don't want this. Let's make you think I, about it. But I how does a guy how <laughs> does a guy this. not like I want in my life to have the ability to be like oh well, next thing. Like and not be think yeah. not think about that anymore. Well, this is crossing over in a different territory where it's like being like you know, blissfully ignorant. Yeah. Whereas like, uh, I, I use single use plastic all the time. I don't care. You know, right. I don't care that it goes in the ocean or whatever. And like what it does to the earth. Uh, yeah, I don't my, my political thoughts that I just yell, I don't care how it negatively affects someone to just walk through life like that. Imagine how peaceful that would be. It'd be great to be that self-centered That's and selfish where you're like, Ugh. it'd be nice. <laughs> it'd Maybe be, this is the year you go from nice guy, Todd to, <laughs> Jerk Todd. Oh man, it would feel so good. I mean, as much as I hate stuff, what happened? My wife just gave me my wife just gave me a look. Here we go. Oh, uh, uh, here we go again. Um, I I don't know. Like I, we all feel those things. Like we all feel. I don't know. I I can't move on with my life when I feel like somebody's mad at me. When I feel like I've done something wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm similar. It's it, like I'm broken inside with that shit. You know what I think might make you feel better? Please. Another fro- uh, Jack Frost fact. I'll take it. JFF? I thought you said a frog fact. I was like, well, I'll tell you about the biggest bullfrog I've ever seen. <laughs> That's the biggest frog I've ever seen. Trevor Rabin, <laughs> the movie's composer. Of, yeah, we know. He makes a cameo in the movie as the lead guitarist in the Jack Frost band. Yeah, He shreds a guitar, too? Up, there's a Jack Frost band in this movie? I think we need to watch this movie. Nope. You, you don't want to watch a snowman in a band? Pass. I don't like I don't like a Christmas movie. Adam, would you like to be the new co-host? Yes. Yeah. I'll tell you this, it'd be a lot more Christmassy. Hey, let me <laughs> I'd ask, force it. Let me let me ask this. Here's a season that I'm excited about. Olympic season. Especially winter Olympics. Olympics. <laughs> I watched some of them last night. They're great. Are you an Olympics gentleman? I just I don't have the time, man. I I cannot Get my head around you, Adam McKay. I don't have the time. 
I can't be watching all that. That's an investment. Like if I'm, because I'm a completist. So if I'm going to watch the Olympics, I'm going to watch everything. I see. I see. I'm not some like fair weather fan that's just watching skeet shooting and moving on. Like I got to see every event. I see. Because I would want to know like how countries are doing and like follow stats and stuff. And I, it's same reason I don't watch sports Uh, because I, whenever I do something or if I watch it, I want to be knowledgeable in it. I see. I could not casually watch something. I I would. Like I, every event, I would Google to see like how or Wikipedia, how is it played? What are like the rules? What am I looking for? What makes it good? What makes it bad? I want to know all that stuff. Do you when you watch a movie when it's over with? Do you go to the IMDb and read the trivia? No, because that usually makes me mad. Oh, see, that's like it's a I cesspool. It's a cesspool of like anyone can add anything to it, <sighs> and there would be stupid stuff. A lot of like, it's stupid, yeah. Like uh, it. uh, goof. There, his hair yeah. was an inch shorter in the previous oh, yeah. scene. It's like I don't, <laughs> I don't read the goofs. That's a whole other section. I'm talking just. Trivia I didn't even. Trivia know. In fact, I have some Jack Frost trivia. Right here. Oh, okay, you're trying to segue. Hang on, no, read I'm a Jack not, Frost actually. goof. A Jack Frost goof. Pull up a goof. A JFG. I, a JFG. Um, I do say here. when I watch movies, like it, it's gotten to a point now though where where I watch them and. I'm so analytical and like breaking apart like the shot, how it's com- the shot composition, yeah. how the score came in, how this that it is starting to change how yeah. I feel about media yeah, in I that bet. way. I know it's it's comedy too, right? Like you yeah. you get into comedy and you stop. You're just you're not just laughing out of joy at a thing somebody said. You're analyzing every piece of it. I usually with comedy, I usually laugh at setups. I love setups. In fact, on one of uh, your your guest Paul F. Tompkins on one of his albums, you can hear me laughing really oh. hard at his setups, <laughs> and then it's like the big laugh for the punchline or whatever. But there's a lot of me laughing at setups. Which he's a, he's a setup king, man. Yeah, yeah. he is. Um, Ghost Bully? Name him. Uh, impersonal. That's the one. Yeah, because I'm also on the back cover. Like oh, I'm really? in the audience. Yeah, and the but I, he's the king of setup. He's like the best. Every well, every aspect of his jokes are amazing, but his setups are so good. What? I think we got a goof. Oh, we got a goof. You ready for a goof? We got a goof. A JFG. All right, let's play our jingle. Todd, how's that go? Oh, the jingle goof. The jingle for goofs. Oh, goofs, goofs, goofs. It goes like this. Here we have a continuity goof. <laughs> oh, I love a CJ. And we're gonna. Another thing with the band here. When Charlie is building the snowman, he places a The Jack Frost Band button onto him, and we see the red scarf. In the next shot, Charlie is putting the scarf onto the snowman. Ah, fuck. That's the kind of thing you're like, are we going to make this movie or not make the movie? Do it right or don't do it. (laughs) Am I right? Watch it. I was just thinking about how we, we all, listeners included, Used part of our lives to hear that. Goof. <laughs> yeah, used. <laughs> we used part of our lives when we're on our deathbeds uh, and we look back. I'm gonna remember the time you read a Jack Frost goof to me. Uh, do you think? Do you think about the world that way? That would really change things if you use every piece of your time like a like a currency. Going like, all right, yeah. how much am I gonna use? I think about that a lot. Do you, I that's why you. I just said that about Olympics and sports, where it's like I'm using my life to do this. Yeah. How, uh, it, so that's where I've started getting into like, is it gonna like add to me as a character? Like, hanging out with you guys and talking is is 
a good use of my time because I agree it's with like that. time spent with friends is, and family is like that's the most valuable thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It could be at a theme park. It could just be sitting and chatting in mm-hmm. a park or whatever. But like that's the best use. And then everything else is below that, mm-hmm. where it's like, is it worth me going there for this? Mm-hmm. What if you're hanging with friends and family, talking about Jack Frost goofs? Uh. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's all right. I'm still here. I'm still enjoying your company. It's funny to me, but uh, now I feel bad for my joke. Do you play video games? Uh, rarely. And when I do, it's it's like it's gonna be at night when everything from the day is done, and I'm kind of like just ready to go to sleep or it's whatever. A uh, it's a shutdown thing, so I'm like doing that to unwind a little bit, and then I go to bed and I read. I like read actual books. Yeah. The good book. I read the good book. I read my Gideon's Bible. Yep. And then I... They placed one in your house? <laughs> yeah. The wow. Gideons came in when I, when I first moved in. But it was Gideon Yego from it was, MTV. It was Gideon Yego came in with uh, Jesse Camp. <laughs> and they... <laughs> and Puck they, from, from the real world. I think. Oh, I thought you said in fuck. They came, Gideon, they came Gideon and uh, Jesse Camp fucked in my bed. And then they put a Gideon's Bible <laughs> in my... This and one. left. It might be the the worst moving situation I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Worst moving? Oh, like moving in? Yeah, because I was just moving in. Well, it but, might, were you there for the might fucking? Be. They gave us bed bugs. <laughs> oh, that's gross. <laughs> that's unfortunate. That's a, that's something you can't say out loud anywhere. A lot of t- <laughs> they gave me bed bugs. <laughs> no, just the word bed bugs. Yeah, don't say it. It's one word. Yeah, is that like Beetlejuice? Well, yeah. If you say it three times, bed bug show. No, but if you wanna, if you wanna cool a room off, yeah, just it, say that word out loud, yeah, and watch. I like that you described it as a sort of sexually transmitted disease. Yeah. By the, like, oh, they got bed bugs. Like it's crab lice. I'd rather. I don't know. Would we rather have crab? Okay, like crabs is, or bed bugs? Oh, we play I say crab. <laughs> yeah, uh, want to play the game crab or bed bugs? What's the theme song? The jingle? Oh, the the for crabs or bed bugs is real simple. That one just goes. There's no way it's going to be better than the goose jingle. No way. Uh, right. It goes. Oh my god! Yeah, great song. That sobered me up. Yeah. <laughs> So let's play it. Crabs or bed bugs? I feel like crabs you get rid of right away, yeah, right? Yeah, you get that little comb. The but do, do bed do bed bug? I don't really know much about. I've only had each of them three <laughs> times. Oh God! So <laughs> that's tough. I can't remember. Did one like? You, do bed bugs stick with you? Yeah, bed bugs live in your pubic hair. <laughs> Just like crabless, do they stick with you? No, they live. Uh, like once you're out of the bed, yeah. No, they, no, they, no. They they like in they infest apartments and stuff. It's right. it's usually big on the East Coast, but like it's yeah, yeah. spread everywhere Super now. Popular on the East but Coast, but they'll like they get near furniture, they get near clothing, they get into everything. You have to like completely redo your house. So their name is a lie. Yeah, that's. I mean, my they're called that because so they there like, we go. I'm picking crabs because okay, okay. crabs are more true to okay. their name. Yep. Yeah. They're little crabs. Yeah. yeah. That's why. Yeah. Based off a name. Yeah, I don't I like a liar. That. I don't like a bug that lies to me. I don't like a liar. Well, they're always sleeping. They're very lazy. Oh, God, yeah, they're exhausted. Bed bugs? You kidding me? Uh, well, they're a little bit back in Wasn't now. there a thing where it was like they were t- telling people for a while, like, if you take your luggage into a hotel, don't ever set it on the bed. Like, yeah. Set it on the floor, and don't set it on the... Uh, when you get home, don't put it on your bed. Just yeah. put yourself on the bed, not yeah, your suitcase. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Gross. I put whenever I go to a hotel, I put my bag on the little the little thing that yeah. Do you? What are those called? The I little metal things with the yeah. straps. Oh, bag yeah. track. 
So a baggage rack. Great. So I put on the baggage rack and I hang my clothes. When I stay in a hotel. Even for one night? You better believe it. I, just because I'm staying for 24 hours doesn't mean I stop being a gentleman. I'm going to hang every article of clothing. I don't, I don't hang, but I use that rack. I love that rack. I love, when I go to a hotel, I love living in the hotel. Like, I, yeah. I make it like it's a home. Yeah. So it doesn't feel, and like, you both have been on tour. You know what it's like, especially on tour. I would like really make my hotel room feel like it was a home I as much as possible. One night, I feel like I, I use it and leave. I never, but, but like, if I'm staying two or three nights, I'm moving in. Okay. Um, speaking of tour. Same way. Uh, the tour sheet on the fridge shows the Denver concert as the 22nd. The next day, the 23rd, Charlie arrives home from school and Jack is still traveling home. 24th is Charlie's hockey game and Jack says to head to the cabin. The next day is the 25th. While packing, Jack gets a phone call to perform tomorrow, to which Gabby states is Christmas Day. What is the goof there? The whole time you were reading that, I was thinking about how I miss my grandpa. <laughs> you know what's weird? <laughs> yeah. I, that's, I also miss your grandpa. Yeah. That's dark. He was a good guy. That's dark. Just like this, someone nitpicking that. I mean, that to me is the same thing as like people hate watching stuff. Yeah. Where it's like, why watch it then? Like, yeah. it, oh, it's so bad. We're going to go to the theater to see this horrible action movie that whatever. It's like, okay. I mean, we, I will say we watched, I kind of wanted to hate watch a little bit some of those Urkel episodes. But boy, <laughs> oh boy, I certainly love a couple of them. <laughs> Oh, Family Matters? Yeah. Is it good? Is it hold up? Uh, we, there were... Well, there were No, but there were a few times that it did get a genuine laugh out of me. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I mean, it it's, surprised me. Yeah, it's what you think it is. It's awful. But the last episode was hard, tough to get through. We watched we, a few episodes. For we spent our, the whole month of uh, January on our Patreon selling, uh, <laughs> uh, celebrating Januarkle. Okay. And we watched episodes every day. Yeah. Okay. Every day? Not every, every day. Every day of my life. <laughs> Felt like it. Uh, yeah, we the last episode is a two-parter where he goes to space. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not okay. Great. Not great. Not great. That's weird. Yeah. It sounds really good. Sounds great. For your Patreon, you guys should watch Jack Frost and do commentary. No. I think, I think we should. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear this band. On it. I want to hear this band. What if their drummer is the best drummer you've ever seen? Ooh. That's what I'm excited Like, it changes play, your life. He plays for the song? Yeah. Yeah. He plays for the song. <laughs> that song really wanted just a basic Jack Frost beat. That's what he gave it. JFB. Jack Frost beat. Um, Speaking of music, let's, let's, I want to hear about your uh, project, your music stuff. How's that going? Oh, it's great. Uh, It's called the Jack Frost Band. It's called the Jack Frost Band. (laughs) It's Uh a concept album. Uh Uh, Tony plays drums on it. It's very flashy. (laughs) And uh, Tony legitimately did play on it. Uh, So we got a, it's a little five songy EP. And um, it just recorded. I, I grew up in bands, like I talked about last time we were on here, and I miss it. Like, I miss playing for fun. Mm. So I was like, well, what if I just get some of my talented friends together um, and just ha- have them play on some songs I wrote and put it all together and put it out? So it's all done. It's all mixed, mastered, ready to go. Um, right now, I'm building a live band around it. So I can like when we put it out, we could also play to mm-hmm. be like, hey, we're gonna play, and you can get our our album here and release it digitally and everything. And I've already have like EPs two through five written, so I'm like, oh, you do? I want to start working on just have them come out like regularly. Mm-hmm. It'd be great like quarterly to have just like a new EP come totally. out. Totally, yeah. I think it'd be really fun. Are you releasing this just under your name, or is there a name? No, uh, the band the band name will be Good Goes Away. Good name. 
Thank you. And uh, this is the first time I've talked about this on it any is? media. Yeah. Surprise this world. I'm going to have a band true. called is Good it, Goes Away. Are you ready away. to talk about it? Yeah. Okay, good. good. It's great. It's we, coming soon. We have a lot of listeners. This is going to be huge for you. Oh, I love it. I love it. Like six. I think you already went gold. Oh my God! It's not even out yet. This is I know, insane. I just, I just got an email informing me. Yeah, so it's a, it's an EP. So five stuff. Extended play. Extended play. It's an extended play. I, Why I, is it called an extended play when it's shorter? Don't you? Oh dare. my God! Seinfeld. <laughs> I love this bit. Um, it, I, they call the long plays long play. They call the express play. <laughs> I I do think uh, it these days like you can just kind of release a thousand EPs. No one ever has to put out an LP anymore if you don't want. Like no. it seems like. There are I, a lot of artists who just do single after single. After well, that's single. it. It's back to single culture. It really is. It's like that shift from like it used to be that way. Mm-hmm. And like even through like the 80s with like singles. Yep. And then like CD singles for a bit. But then with CDs is like they were just they wanted to sell make more money. So they sold like the full album. Like everyone had all these albums. And then that was the standard. Now we're back to like people headline Coachella who have one song, a song. Yep. And I'm what are they going to play for the other like 30 minutes? Uh, just like, uh, yeah, put out content, man. Make like good full records start to finish. I know. I quit playing in bands when I was in my like, I want to say mid 20s. Say it. Just say and, it. And uh, well, I'm still on the fence. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe 25. And uh, but I didn't I stop like writing songs. I kept playing and yeah. I just would write them for me. So then I've recorded, you know, on my own, I've recorded like 30 whatever songs of it. It's like, oh, they're just fun for me to listen to. But then I tried to take the ones, you know, I really dug. And then like thematically, because lyrics are super important to me, like lyrically, does it tell a story? It's like every every time I work on an EP, I want it to kind of have one through line, one wow. kind of thing to it. That's next level. Uh, what can I say? I'm a musical genius. What? <laughs> What are some bands that you love lyrically that you love to listen to because of the lyrics? Oof. Hard on the spot. Um, the Weaker Thens. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love The Weaker Thens. I really like their lyrics. Um, I guess you just feel like they're... Uh, Some 41. I'm kidding. Get the fuck Drowning out of Pool. <laughs> drowning Pool. Bring it all back. <laughs> That's Drowning Pool? No, Drowning Pool is Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Oh. I, yeah. I just feel like there aren't, there aren't that many good lyrics in the world. I, I I know this as a guy who writes lyrics and often goes, "Who gives a shit?" <laughs> no, no, they're so it's so important to me. I know. I, I mean, and that's the difference between like bands I listen to just because like it's got a good beat and I could work out to it versus like bands I sincerely listen to. I, that, yeah. that I just love hearing. It. Like Propagandi's always been one for me too. It's like yeah, from their you know second record on. Are you it, like this new metal record they put out or this? I love how heavy they've gotten. I love it. So weird. Yeah, I mean, they've gone from being that snotty skate punk to just like a legit sh- th- shredding band. I just saw them uh, like a month and a half ago here in L.A. Was it crowded? And have, was uh, it full? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty full. They have that new guitar player, Sue, Sue Lin, I think her name is, but she shreds, and it's just the two of them together, just metal, man, back and forth, and I love it. That's awesome. I do really love every kind of genre. Like wow. I, I try to find the best of each genre, and that's why I listen to. Top 10 genres. Okay. Uh, number one, Genre. rock and roll. You love that yeah. rock and roll. I love rock and roll. <laughs> number two, Island House. I, oh, number right. three, Zydeco. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with the Zydeco. <laughs> what are no, the number four, parody. Uh-huh. <laughs> number five, commercial jingle. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think, of what, what's the kind of music? Klezmer? That's a funny Yeah, name. Klezmer music. 
Uh, I love Klezmer. Did you ever, did you listen to metal much growing up? Like, like heavy, really heavy shit? Um, I don't know about really heavy. I, it's like the heaviest stuff. Like when I couldn't understand it, that's where it got wild for me. I love like Maiden as a kid. Yeah. And yeah. Metallica, of course, Pantera. I love- Pantera is probably like the the angriest I got as that a kid. That shit is so good. Like so, like it's so corny to me at times, but also so fucking good still. Yeah, like, it, I just wrote undeniable. a the the newest movie I wrote, which is based off the hillbilly character I made earlier. I'm gonna oh. do a feature with this character, <laughs> but in his wedding vows, he he uses the lyrics to this love by pantera <laughs> and they do the like he says the fist hey look like the the crowd does the call and response with them amazing but i gave it to someone to read and they're like that is such a specific pantera reference is like did you like what i was like i didn't google that I, that's me man i know i love that song there they were that vulgar display of power record is pretty as a kid i listened to it a yeah. lot that and cowboys yeah, yeah. Different albums. Yeah, but, 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 but. You, you fuck with Pantera at all, Tony? <laughs> no. That's the right way to ask that. That's exactly but, the right way. Hey, pussy, did you fuck with Pantera? <laughs> hey, man. Did I ever tell you, though, that I legitimate? I'm like 99% sure that... Just be 100% sure. All right. Uh, the Who was the guy Was it that got shot in that band? Dimebag Daryl. Yes. Uh, R.I.P. I'm pretty sure the night before that happened, we were on tour and we had a day off and we were just at a mall and I went in a Ruby Tuesdays to use the bathroom and there was a obviously a metal band hanging out at this bar and in my head I was like, oh, Pantera sitting at the bar here. And then the next day that happened and it was like in the vicinity of where we were and I think I might have actually seen Pantera hanging out at the Ruby Tuesdays That's bar. exactly where they'd be hanging out. The night before. He- what? Question. <laughs> <laughs> that story's insane. Yeah. You saw Dimebag the night before he was shot at Ruby Tuesdays because you had to use the toilet. I think so. And you overheard him say something great, I hope. He said, uh, <laughs> damn, these chicken fingers is good as hell. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, uh, fun as hell, man. He, he, Dimebag was shot? At a concert. On stage. On stage like yeah. a, a weird fan, right? That kind of thing? I think it was something like that. I don't remember specifically. Yeah. Who's, who, did they also have a thing where they burnt down a place? That, that was, was Great White. Great White. Great White. A lot of people died. Yeah. I've been in that room, by the way. I was in that room not too too long before that place went down, I think. Yes. The night before you had to use the bathroom and Pantera was... <laughs> yeah, I can't... I feel like... I feel like all the Ramones were there. <laughs> all of the Ramones. <laughs> Every Ramon. That's Every ever, Ramon. That's ever Ramon. Billy. Billy was there. Johnny Zeitgeist. <laughs> Johnny Zeitgeist. My favorite Johnny Ramon. Zeitgeist Johnny Ramon. Zeitgeist. <laughs> refused to take the last name. I also took Johnny's name, yeah, too. Yeah, took Johnny's first name and Zeitgeist as the last name. He didn't give a <laughs> shit, that guy. Did you guys listen to Ramones growing up? No. No. I like him now a lot. Yeah, I have not spend any time with them. I'm up. like fine with them. I love like them. I, I, I hear it and I'm like, all right. You know I what? I knew them from people covering them, like younger punk bands. Uh-huh. But for me, they it didn't really click. And then when I was older, I like dug. I dig the way they play on those records. So good. Yeah, it really is undeniable. And it's it is accidental dumb punk. It just is like they just happen to be really fucking good at it. Yeah, it's yeah. not talent. It's just like. Hey, we play a song that like this, and that like great. What I have a hard time getting past, and I know this is a dumb thing to bug me, is the counting off of the songs 
that are not the tempo of the songs. <laughs> I love it. It's like, what's the point of the count off? That's the, that's what I love <laughs> even more is like how little they know about music. Off. It's yeah. just like they know when that guy counts. It, when I count to seven, go. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. Two, three, four. <laughs> it's Have like you, no matter what it is. Two, three, four. It's it's the best. Have you guys ever heard? I feel like I might have played some of it on here before. The D.D. Ramone, <laughs> yes. D.D. King God damn album, D.D. Ramone's rap album. That he no, oh, it's boy. proof that they don't know anything about music. Oh boy, um, you know who else I love now? Like as of a few months ago, The Damned. I had never listened okay. to The Damned. Never really listened to them. There's a, I'll a check them out. Damned record that is fucking phenomenal. What is it? What's it called? Um, I'll look it up. But the, uh, neat, neat, neat is the song that was in Baby Driver. That song is so good, and that record is fucking phenomenal and everyone always talked about the damned and i i got to the point where i'd be like yeah 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 the damned the ramones i get it like <laughs> yeah it, it's really fucking good but my sister liked the movie rock and roll high school with yeah. her, when she was a kid <laughs> Hell yeah. and i didn't like anything that my sister liked because she also really loved poison oh boy and so i remember just growing up and be like the fuck drink. anything she liked so she was like rock and roll high school is cool i was like fuck you and then i kind of i saw the movie and i was like these dudes are cool. I hope that that was literally the interaction. It's, a, it's the interaction. Fuck off. But I, but I, but I did like I did go like these guys are. I'm all right with these dudes a little bit, but I never listened to them after that until way later. I would start for the record. I would start a Ramones cover band right now because I feel like there just should be one always. Happening. Well, we're in the middle of a podcast. I'll uh, do it right now. Can I? T- I join it. You want to start if one? If you need one. Yeah. I think that'd be super fun. I, I love that you did a Weezer cover band. That's right. I, we were I, called the real Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. Yeah, I I, I definitely... A Ramon's cover band would be the... It needs... I a, just want to play in a cover band. I'll play anything. Yeah? yeah. You down? I'm there in. we go. I'm we, in. Now we just got to get... Can I be Johnny Zeitgeist? I was going to say, we need to find a Zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have that song? I was gonna w- save it till the end, but yeah, well, let's, save it. let's wrap. Let's wrap up. Yeah, 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 let's wrap up, and then we'll play. I gotta get out of here. I got yeah. four more EPs to write. Today. Yes. <laughs> um, before we ask the final question, uh, okay. just remind everybody: patreoncom pod for bonus episodes. Uh, we're getting close to some goals. Do a live stream. Totally to banana split. I'll do it. Coming up. So oh, with nuts. Support. Support us if you can. And you want. Uh, Hashtag and, with nuts. Yeah, follow us at Felice Navi Pod on the stuff. And uh, leave us a review on iTunes. You know the deal. I don't say that enough because everybody knows. You yeah. know, come on. Friendly reminders are great. Yeah, they're yeah. very friendly. Don't feel bad having a reminder. No. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, buy uh, Adam's EP when it comes out or at least uh, listen. buy it. Yeah, I know that. It's already gone gold. Gallagher Support that us. shit. And watch out for live shows. Uh, In so general. Go see it. If, watch out for them because they can yeah. hurt your family. Um, or eat right now, Listen, you could listen to the Horny for Horror podcast. Ooh, uh, like, I'd love to plug bugs. that as hard as possible. Yeah. Do me a favor. Shut this off. <laughs> Don't listen to Adam's favorite jacket things. Mm-hmm. Shut it off right now. Go to Horny for Horror. Our pal Betsy Sidaro's on there, too. Yep. Go listen to that goddamn podcast. We don't know the other guy, so I'm not even going to. Yeah, it's okay. That? Mono. He's a great guy. Oh, okay, good. Podcast is a lot of fun. I'm glad, and I, w- I feel like people should listen to it. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, hmm. Yes. Uh, well, Adam, is that is anything else you want to plug? We're done. Nope. Just All that. Right. 
Cool. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm starting a Ramones cover band with these two friends. Yeah. And check out, uh, find us at shows where we're gonna set up and play, even though people didn't ask us to. Can we start a? Ba- can we call it the Ramones? With the D E S, and we do all the songs like we have, we a, have cold. a cold. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, sure. Okay, the hi, we're the Ramones. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, well, thanks for doing this, Adam. Thank you for uh, having me. Always a pleasure. We we've asked you before, but we always ask again in case the answer has changed. Okay, your uh, the Dave Clock backpatch question. I don't know if you remember Dave Clock's two favorite things: hockey and sandwiches. So much so that he has a backpatch, two banners, hockey, and sandwiches. What would your two things be? Rock. Roll. Yeah! Catch me in the Jack Frost band! (laughs) Uh, Speaking of, all right, so we're going to go out. I'm going to let you guys know a crazy credit from the Jack Frost movie, and I think it's also appropriate for this podcast. Please. No snowmen were harmed in the making of this film. Wait, don't stop it yet. Because we're going out. Oh, yeah. With a little D.D. King. It's time to rock. It's time to rap. It's time for the mashed potato attack. <laughs> By the way, musically, this song is just the well, drive a Mercedes. I like to. Impress the ladies. Oh my and god. And knock out the homeboys too. This I've never heard the music before. <laughs> the mashed potato is in the groove. It's gonna make your body move. Make you snap. I'm out of this band. <laughs> <laughs>